What does Resource Center really mean? We're an insurance and financial services company in South Springfield, and 20 years is our anniversary next year. The company has evolved into what it is today, which was a vision of having a one-stop shop. You hire the best of the best. Yes, we do. Everybody here to me is family. Our guiding principles are... Be kind. Speak honestly. Make it simple. Act fairly. Put people over profits. Simple Solutions. Hey, good morning, everybody out there in Wildcat Nation. Thanks for joining us again on Monday morning, K-Rodge Dollars and Cents with your financial expert, Bruce Porter. And I know that the uh, logo, says, the title says the wrong thing. I'll change it later because I forgot to change it before I started. The thing. So it probably says something about chain gang or something like that. I don't know, but we'll fix it later. Yeah, we'll fix it. Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, they're good people anyway. Maybe we should get the chain gang on here. Well, that'd be fun. Yeah, there's some, some dollars and cents financial to those guys. acumen there. Yeah. Hey, how was your weekend? Father's My weekend Day. was good. Father's Day. Father's good. Day weekend. We went and we got some uh, barbecue um, from uh, Jack. Picked it. It's his favorite place to get barbecue, yeah. other than of course me. Yeah. You know. Now let's see. You have a daughter and three boys, right? Uh, <laughs> I have a wife and three sons, and there's no way that's your wife. often confused. <laughs> My daughter. She's <laughs> tiny. <laughs> Yeah, but I. Uh, she's got a kick. Yeah, she does. She sure does. You really do. But uh, no, uh, you know, there was a, a slight hiccup because we got down there. We got down to this barbecue place right when they opened, and they were out of brisket because they'd sold out of their Sunday's brisket on Saturday. Wow. Yeah, so we were a little disappointed we didn't get any brisket, but we got pulled pork and we got some ribs, and it was pretty good. Took yeah. it over to took it over to mom and dad's house, and we all had a big little. Family lunch for Father's Day. Oh, that's good. And I got a cutting board, and a little, it's a fancy cutting board with some organizer trays and some some drains and some things like that. So that uh, I think I think that was a. It's good. I like it. I'm looking forward to using it. But I think my wife. I think it's a little bit of a gift for herself, so that I don't make quite oh. such a mess in the kitchen. Yeah. When I'm getting ready to. She's a good manager. Do my thing. She's a very good manager. She knows what she needs. Pretty so much, she buys you stuff that she good needs. at everything she does. Well, yeah, she's built me this whole outdoor kitchen, and I've discovered now she doesn't have to cook because <laughs> I'm, I'm doing all the good. But you know, it's good. She, she cooks is a lot, smart. and she's a good cook too. I like yeah. it when she cooks. But um, yeah, so good. What about you? Oh, we partied all day long. Let's see. We started out with church, and then we uh, we had lunch, mm-hmm. and then we uh, just had good family time. Then we had dinner last night, and and uh, played in the pool a little bit. Yep. That's nice. Got to see my grandkids. There you go. We uh, ran and jumped until our feet and our hands were raw. So, yeah, it was a good day all the way around. So what's happening in the financial world? Well, I think today let's kind of touch on, we don't want to get too far down in depth with this, but let's touch on this meme stock craze that is going on i think that's around. a good topic there's a yeah. lot of people uh, and and you've invested a little bit and yeah. i've invested a little bit hey and why not and you know here's the deal you know that uh, a few years ago there was this uh, occupy wall street movement and people were just kind of fed up with getting burned by wall street on deals and and uh, thinking, you know, Wall Street's got a little bit too much power. And, and you know, let's face it, you know, big Wall Street brokers, they kind of take money away from the little people. Well, that's all true. By, 
you know, but, but shorting I, and doing this. I think this that Occupy that. Wall Street, yada, yada, yada. I don't think the people doing that had any clue about any of that stuff. No, they didn't. <laughs> but, you know, they jumped on the craze of uh, let's just, you know, let's go protest and yeah, soak the shut rich, it down. You know, so, and they didn't know what they were doing. But. So now, you know, this, now it's taken on a whole different characteristic because now they're all on the Internet. And uh, I tell you what, they're... Uh, they're gaining momentum because of their technical analysis of the situations, whether it's, uh, you know, let's, the two main ones uh, are GME and uh, GameStop and uh, AMC, the, the theater brand. Now, you got to understand, these companies are, you know, traditionally, I mean, right now, they're just, they're not anything you would want to invest in based off the financials of the company and things like that. Well, not at the price they're at now. Right. These companies are being invested in right now because of the situation with the big hedge funds that are shorting the stock. They're betting on the companies to fail. So let's That's talk what about, a short is. And yeah, and let's talk about the details because I've seen a lot of nonsense um, talking about that. I saw one guy post my house. Um, the way they short the stock is they they buy puts. Well, no, that's not shorting a stock. That's buying puts. I mean, right. it's it's a bet that the stock's going to go down, but that's not shorting the stock. That's right. a different, different play based on the same sentiment. Right. Shorting a stock is basically borrowing a stock that you don't own and selling it mm-hmm. uh, and selling it. And hoping the stock price will go down, then you can buy it back at a lower price Mm -hmm. and then give it back to the person that you borrowed it from. That's right. I mean, that's the basics. That's kind of the basics. So what happens when you're shorting, let's, you know, you can, like, we can use the example of one share, or we could say, okay, let's short 10 million shares Mm -hmm. or a billion shares or as many shares as you can afford to buy or borrow. And so let's short that. That way, if this company goes broke, then we're going to make a fortune. Because you never have to buy those shares back. That's right. And when you sell shares, when somebody's selling, that tends to make the price go down because of the way the market maker practice works. So now, what if you're this big hedge fund Mm -hmm. investor, and you're going to bet, oh, AMC, they're hurting, they're shut down with the pandemic, nobody's going to theaters, Uh, they're a you know, back in January, they were a dollar and seventy-five or eighty cents a share, and let's just, you know, let's just hedge those. You know, let's guarantee that. Okay, they're going to go down. They're going to short them. They're, we're going to short them. We're going to short them. They're going to go bankrupt. I mean, they're you know their revenues are off by eighty-five percent. They're never going to recover. Yada yada yada. And so uh, we short uh, not, you know, uh, one or two shares. We short millions of shares and then what we do is we photocopy that share and we short it again and again and again Mm -hmm. the same share and so these synthetic naked shivering cold shares (laughs) (laughs) well because they borrow them from their market maker from their uh their order processing clearinghouse and that clearinghouse says yes, really, whether they've got the shares to loan or not, because they expect to be able to get some in, mm-hmm. to be able to loan. And so 
they cover that. But the, the problem with something, when something, my understanding, because I am not a financial expert, right. has been that they've been shorting so much. And now that the Reddit, the, the apes, the AMC apes are buying and holding and not selling, now they've not been able to get those back in. So that's what makes them naked is because there's no way. They can't get them back in. And then the problem is the hedge funds, because the stock price is no longer a dollar, it's $58 a share. That's right. They need that price to go down because they're in the hole big time. So how do they make the price go down? And so if me and all my other apes in the squad just keep buying shares, the price keeps going up. And then they have what they call a margin call because, you know, it just keeps going up and up and you've got to cut your losses at some point. Mm -hmm. So they have this margin call. So they, you know, let's say their, their uh, buy-in was 10 bucks and now it's 60. Mm -hmm. They've got to cover $50 a share uh, to whoever. But if we Uh, won't sell, if nobody will sell them a share at 60. So if I don't sell, then what happens? It goes from 60 to 70 to a hundred. 150 to 200 and then all of a sudden the stock is being squeezed Mm -hmm. so when you squeeze something because the margin maker is saying you have to buy it now and so eventually they have to buy shares to cover every position Mm -hmm. that they have shorted so now the longer we hold the higher the price gets so will and bruce we just don't want to sell. Right. Oh, I'm long. I'm not going to sell till January the 4th. So pick a day, and I'm not even going to consider it till then. I don't care what the price is. That's just kind of what I want to do. I just, just like the stock. Right. I like going to movies. movies and and I'm just going to hang on to it. Well, it fundamentally does not make sense, yada, yada, yada. And there's all this FUD coming out on the Internet. Fear. About uncertainty, doubt, and distraction. That's right. And yeah. so they're they're pushing this out on the internet to try to dissuade people from holding the stock. And they create that fear and everybody goes, oh, we better sell before it goes down. And so what they've done, they've just accomplished their mission. This is an absolute jungle warfare mm-hmm. out here in the middle of the stock market. And so in a nutshell, and this is for entertainment purposes, not giving financial advice over the internet. No, we're not. Uh, but, uh, you know, now this is really war- warfare with these multi-billion dollar hedge funds that have basically been betting on the failure of the United States for years <laughs> and making money. Yeah. And then they, if they find a, a company, they want to rise to the top. They just promote and, and push that company's stock up and, Till they get it where they want it, and then if they want it to fall, they'll short it, and then they'll shove those shares down, and they'll use manipulation tactics. Well, and they basically to bankrupted that. Toys R Us. That's how they. Oh, absolutely. They did they it on did. purpose. Yeah, they the, did it on uh, purpose. The market makers, the uh, hedge funds, they absolutely put Toys R Us out of business just because they could and they wanted to to make money, yep. and they've been lining their pockets for years with our money, mm. the retail common investors out here in the world uh, that just want to buy some stocks based on value and we want to have ownership and this and that and these head funds manipulate it and they they force people to panic and sell 
and they take the money and run. And well, and the interesting thing about the AMC thing is you've got eighty percent of the of the outstanding shares, the float, owned by retail investors, apes, basically. That's right. And so, <clears throat> who's selling? You keep seeing these sell orders. Who's so selling? It has so to be the hedge 20, funds. Well, there's twenty percent. Here's what's happening: people are getting a little bit greedy, and so there's you know there's a I don't know if there's twenty percent, but let's keep it simple. There's 20% day traders and people manipulating stock. And, you know, you can buy it at 50 today and it goes up to 55. You made 10%. You can sell it. Mm. And if you're a day trader, you're going to be buying and selling stocks several times a day Mm -hmm. in order to create uh, profit. Well, that's what the business is all about. But if you are in it for the long haul and you really kind of see the light at the end of the tunnel here, which is... If you hold it long enough, it'll be squeezed to a such a, a price that it is uh, life changing, and but so uh, so there are people that are just saying, you know what, I'm not a market expert. I'm just going to buy and hold, and you know the average share uh, count per retail investor is between 120 and 140 shares per person. So we're not talking sophisticated people that have, you know, uh, hundreds or thousands of shares. We're talking about folks that have scraped together enough money to buy 120 shares, and they're just hanging on to it because, you know, I'm, I'm like my daddy taught me, I'm going to hang on to it. Well, they're working a day job. They're working a wage. They're not, they're not rich people. They've got a hundred shares of AMC. If all the apes hang together, this thing goes to a thousand dollars a share then these folks just made $100,000. Right. And so what's going to happen? And so it's good for them. It's great for them. But here's what's going to happen. Uncle Sam's going to get half of it. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, (laughs) don't forget, you've got to pay taxes. Got to pay taxes. But then what's going to happen is there's a certain percentage that are going to sell. So I'd rather see it go to 10,000, 15, 20. And then then that 100 100 shareholder, they make a million dollars. And that's life-changing money. And that's what the AMC squeeze is all about. Yeah, and so don't get too caught up in that. But if you do have questions, call the office. I mean, you know, I don't know that we're going to do a workshop on this, but our adult education workshops that we've been doing, uh, you know, uh, they're to uh, give you information. They're to educate you about different topics. And right now we're doing our series on estate planning. And you know what? Call the office, 882-1800, and find out when the next one is. We do two or three of these a month, and they're – they're actually really good uh, because if you're going to squeeze your AMC stock to millions of dollars, you need some estate planning. You know what was really interesting is I saw, I was watching a feed from one of those guys. I think it was Matt Coors actually yep. uh, the other day. And somebody asked him, uh, they were talking about, you know, how do we protect our, our, our profits from taxes? And they said, have you ever heard of a, a charitable remainder trust? And he's right. like, no, I've, I've never heard of a CRT. And I'm like, I have. <laughs> we should send him some I, information. We should. I know exactly how to use a charitable remainder trust to protect your gains in AMC if it's in an unprotected. Like a, a lot of mine is in a Roth IRA, so my gains yeah. are already tax free. Yeah, you're uh, welcome for that tip. Yeah, thank you, Bruce. I appreciate that. <laughs> I ran out so, and opened a Roth real fast. So, uh, so to, yeah, if you want to invest in AMC, go uh, give us a call. We'll help you get it done. It's you know, it's nothing that's very complicated. And, uh, but if you're going to, if you're going to do that, I would encourage you to do that in a Roth IRA. Mm-hmm. That way, if it does become millions and millions mm-hmm. and millions of dollars, and if it not, will all be tax free. And if not, we can 
move your investment account into a charitable remainder trust. You can benefit your church, your favorite charity after you die because you right. can live off the profits for the rest of your life. That's right. And Fun that, stuff. That's a good stuff. Good stuff right you know? there. But, you know, education is what it's all about. That's what we're all about at the Resource Center. So, you know what? 882-1800. Give us a call and we'll be glad to sit down and go through some And stuff. if you have questions, call the Bruce. Call Bruce. 882-1800. Call the Bruce. Call the Will. Or... Call the will. Send us a message. <laughs> Send us a message on Facebook, or you can email us info at krisetv.com, and we'll be happy to uh, try to answer that to on the air. a new week. This yes. is going to be a great week this week. Great everybody week. have a good week, and I'll see you next Monday. All right. Thanks, Bruce. We'll see you everybody. Bet. See everybody next time. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. AE Wealth Management and the Resource Center, Inc. are not affiliated companies. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet a particular need of an individual situation. The Resource Center, Inc. is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this podcast shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by the Resource Center, Inc. This podcast is a paid placement.